And she came mm-hmm. home to find us all freaking out, like absolutely losing our minds. And she calls an RA in. And oh, an RA no. has to call the paramedics, who then get there, like full on fireman gear. It was. Nightmare Circus Podcast with Thomas Hughes and Samuel McIntosh, sponsored in part by Jacob Grebley. Welcome back, everybody, to the Nightmare Circus. Um, I'm your host, Samuel McIntosh, with me as always. I'm Thomas Shields, and we have a special guest today. Hello, I'm Arcadia Eckmeyer. It's nice to be here. Arcadia is one of our one of our um, longest running friends, and also a very long running friend for Thomas. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Deep relationship there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Ar- Arcadia and I have known each other. I had to do the mental math. Do you have the number off the top of your head? Forty years. Just about um, <laughs> known each other since kindergarten. So, and now we're twelve plus three, but then plus one, so six, sixteen, six, sixteen years. Oh my 60 god, sixty years, right? Yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. So we've known each other about like fifteen or sixteen years. Mm-hmm. It's getting so hard to do the math. It's you know I just say long time. I'm just like we've known each other a while. It's yeah. Once it got into the double digits, I was... It was over. Yeah, yeah, it's too hard. Um, But so I've known Arcadia for for the vast majority of my lifetime. Um, Mm -hmm. She's actually the person that introduced me to Samuel. Um, Arcadia, I don't know if you want to tell that sort of saga about when you abandoned me and then went (laughs) to make new friends. Yeah, you know... That great tragedy. Oh, yeah. It's a great story. I was able to transfer schools away from Tom. And I got to yeah. meet the lovely Samuel. She Boy, left, she left school. Yeah, she, crazy she left, Fruit Loop school. <laughs> she left our special ed program, which is not a, which is not a joke. <laughs> no, it was a special education program. It yeah. was wild times. But Were they like there. calling it, were they calling it special education or was it just like? No, it was a multi-age was that yeah it was it was like a different learning environment type thing yeah but but it was yeah everyone everyone in the school called us the special ed class it was yeah it was not great but i was able to get out so i got out one year before finishing Mm -hmm. in sixth grade i met samuel and now we we actually we actually met doing a uh, theatrical production called hat shepshoot queen of denial yes Yes, hey, so I played what was your son. <laughs> where, I, where I played the tit- titular character, Queen Hatshepsut. Yeah. Her Majesty. Was, her Majesty. And I was the emo, angry son that sang Hammer and Chisel. Yeah. It's truly my debut in the theater. And then the teacher had to um, give a pre- preface before every performance so that kids wouldn't laugh at me because I was playing a girl. <laughs> So I'd be like waiting outside and they'd be like, we have a, we have a young man playing the part of a woman tonight. And everyone was like, I can't do this. This is too forward. Thinking. I gotta go. Mm-mm. I'm out. Yeah. Wait, Sam, back, back up on your mic a little bit. I don't like how eerily you did that. <laughs> Does it sound to good? To everyone listening, Sam just like backed up like a crypt keeper. Yeah. <laughs> like a snake. Yeah. No, that's, that's perfect. You were just, you were just popping a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so we were just talking about anime chill beats to drive home to on a long, warm night in June. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I found, I was like looking for something to listen to, right? And I was like, I guess this may be a cultural appropriation, but I thought, you know, Japanese jazz would be like really chill, like super chill. I thought it'd be super chill. But then I put it on to like have like a cool time. And it was like, and I was like, it was so, it was like an assault on my ears. Nice. And I was like, this is not a chill Japanese drive on a warm autumn night. But I still bookmarked it. Have you listened to it since? Or is it just that? No, that, that was just yesterday. Oh, okay. You need to listen to it doing different things so that way you can mm-hmm. recommend what they change the title to. Yeah. Like be like, and you know, what? I was... I, I was cooking. I was cooking dinner in October, and it really seemed to flow. It really fit, yeah. So you might want to change the title to uh, "Japanese Jazz to Cook Dinner to in the Middle of o- October." <laughs> to cook to cook ravioli to in, in October. <laughs> ravioli to is that the sequel? Yeah. 
<laughs> to ravioli one. <laughs> um, so Arcadia, we've brought you on today. Yes. Um, as with all our guests, we're going to ask you, so do you have any nightmare circus stories you want to share? Yeah, I got a, I got a couple. I have a few stories that have just haunted me. I'm since. excited. Yeah. A lot of them are very much. So a preface, um, I am very much a lightweight when it comes to weed and I always seem to overdo it no matter how little or how much I do. Usually it's too much. Um, I have like a stoner mother. So I think that I'm like impervious to it through these. I have learned I am so not. It is. Yeah. <laughs> you thought it was in the DNA. I thought so. I could just like eat no. <laughs> like a million grams and be we, like, I'm cool, whatever. Your, I can just your mom has like, acquired a skill. Okay. Yeah, it's insane. <laughs> she comes home. She comes home from work every day. Just hits it, hits it, hits it, hits it. I love it. That's a life I want to live. Me too. I can't keep up. I don't think I could ever keep up. But yeah, um, me either. One time, I was in my freshman year at um, at my university, and basically, I had a roommate, and her boyfriend brought some weed and it was like a thousand milligram brownie that was about this big wait for reference like what is a nor like what is like it's like so a like a normal dose like, like for 20, me 20 mgs yeah yeah, yeah, yeah that's how i was thinking 20 is right? like oh my god i don't think i do more than five ever yeah. currently and like i've i've you know i've smoked i've dabbled whatever but this was like my first time ever really dabbling a lot in weed and this guy brought a freaking thousand milligram brownie and we were all like we'll be fine like we can take some of it whatever and we took a lot and we were just waiting for it to hit waiting waiting and basically we decided that it wasn't hitting and it wasn't good and we had to oh, take no. more oh, no. and so we busted out some gummies that someone had and those were like 10 each and we just start eating them and we're like, okay, eventually this has got to work. Like something's going on. And like when it hit, it was, we were trying to watch a movie and I just remember we all started crying and like <laughs> freaking out and like things weren't making sense. I remember opening my phone and like, like the phone felt yeah. like it was expand. It just... Every Seeing every tab stuff. came out and was in front of you, floating in front of you. And Literally, like, I was like trying to find the button. <laughs> I couldn't press. I was like trying to text someone and I couldn't find the buttons to press. But it gets worse. And one of my roommates comes home and she like didn't really smoke, didn't drink. Very, very chill. And she came mm -hmm. home to find us all freaking out, like absolutely losing our minds. And she calls an RA in. And oh, an no. RA has to call the paramedics who then get there, like full-on fireman gear. It was, oh my God, it was the most scarring thing ever. Yeah, literally. <laughs> that's, that's probably the worst thing that could happen. It so was, because we all like got on the floor, like they were like gonna arrest us. And we were all like sitting on the <laughs> like, floor, no. like, I'm ready, I'm ready. Here's my ID card, like take me away. Oh my God, and they just laughed at us. They just laughed in our faces and told us to order pizza, you know, just turn on another movie, order some pizza, have a good time. And That's pretty cool. Crying though, just like, oh my God. Oh my God. It was, it was horrifying. It was like this vivid, weird night of just being so high. I don't, I had never been high. I never want to be that high again. Have I been that high again? Yes. Other nightmare circuses, but that was like, oh my God, wild, wild times. I, so, so <laughs> I, I'm just imagining these paramedics like so used to this that they just hand you like a little Caesars coupon and they're like, <laughs> they should have. They, 50% like, off from the fire department. <laughs> courtesy of us. I mean, yeah, because they did nothing. And there was, it wasn't just like one paramedic. It was like a team. And people around my dorm like knew, oh, oh, those are, those are the girls that got the paramedics called on them. Like those are those girls because we all just ate too many edibles. It was, oh my God, 
scarring. And now I can't see one of my older roommates without bringing it up. And being like, yeah, what's what's I up am? with that one roommate who called? How did that happen? How did it go from like I mean, we need the paramedics right now? Were you like she, we're gonna was, die? I mean, we were kind of tripping out. I know uh, okay. I, I ate a lot, so like I was like, like just like, kind call, of call somebody. I mean, I wasn't telling her to call someone because I remember the RA getting there and being like, "Can I see your ID? Like, what's your name? Like, like you what's need to an tell ID? me your name." And I was like, <laughs> "You're gonna take me away. You're gonna kick me out." It was oh my god, every emotion I've ever felt was so vivid mm-hmm. in that. It was only an hour had passed in that whole time. It felt like it was only an hour. It was an hour. <laughs> that sounds like felt, like twenty eight hours. It literally felt like forever. But I remember looking at a clock and like being like, "Oh my god, that whole thing!" Like once the paramedics had gone, the RA had gone. An hour had only passed. <laughs> I think it's been fifty three minutes. <laughs> yeah, it was like nothing. And I just remember like me and my roommates. We had a big inflatable like queen sized mattress in our like common space in our dorm and we all just laid on it and held hands and we're like, get through this and like cried ourselves to sleep sisters like <laughs> <laughs> it was yeah that was that was one that's of an my, insane one of my story. best college experiences i tell people and they're like you and i'm like me yo. yeah yeah I've I've been there. I understand that feeling of when you smoke too much, you think you're going to die. I've texted you when that's happened to me. Yeah. Oh, my God. I remember you. Yeah. yeah. You just it's like feel like... It's like ego death. It's like you're... you're yeah. Just, I was. I accepted it. Sam, have you ever been that, that high where you think you're dying? <laughs> I... It's, it's I the most ridiculous thing ever because you can't do that. No. Like, scientifically, that's not how it works. But you, you just get yourself in the mindset. You're like, this is it. I'm going to die. I've definitely, I can't recall any specific times because I'm usually very careful. And also I had people around me who were very experienced with it. You know what I mean? Who were very careful. Uh, so you just yeah. weren't, you just that's weren't stupid. That's the way stupid. to do it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I was going to say, <laughs> Tom has a really good story about drinking lemonade. Oh yeah. So the first first time I ever did anything with weed um, was at Samuel's dorm, and um, and they're like, "Oh, I'm like, what should I do?" And they're like, "Oh, you know, maybe just have some some of this uh, THC lemonade." They were like, "You know, it's it's you don't have to smoke it, so it won't hurt your lungs. You know, it's an edible." And they're like, "You know, just have some." Like, but these people had prime stuff. Edible. Yeah, I- yeah. And so I drank it and I didn't feel anything, right? Like the whole night, I was like, man, whatever. Um, and so I was like, I'm chilling. And then I went to sleep and I just remember dreaming in colors, right? You know how like you dream in thoughts, right? Like your brain kind of thinks about what's going on and kind of yeah. narrates what's happening to you. I was just like thinking in colors. I felt like an animal. Like this must be how an animal without language thinks. And it was just like red, orange, blue. And I can't, I can't even describe it. Like I, even the words red, orange, and blue weren't coming to mind. It was just like a kaleidoscope of colors. And then I woke up and it was the next day. <laughs> but I just it's, it's, laying down, going to sleep. And then like three, like three seconds of like colors, colors, colors. And then wake up. I'm like, oh, it's been eight hours. <laughs> <laughs> It's like it's like what it's like in Ratatouille when Remy tries the, uh, yes. the food. Yes. <laughs> just seeing like visions. It's yeah. It was yeah. exactly that, and I've never had that experience again. Um, I remember but, you telling me that right after you woke up, you were like, "I think you were sleeping on a." I don't remember what you were sleeping on, but I remember you getting up and looking at me and going, "I just dreamt in colors." I was I was sleeping <laughs> I was like, on a, a couch that we brought into your room. Remember, we picked up the couch in the living room and brought it into your room. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then so I started on that. And then I just woke up and I was like, oh, my God, I just dreamt, I just dreamt in colors. That's mm-hmm. so funny. Weed does weird, weird stuff. I, mm-mm, mm-mm. I would argue I've made dumber decisions when I'm high than I've made when I'm drunk. I don't. I don't make dumb decisions. I just can't make decisions. I feel like when I'm drunk, <laughs> I still have the capacity to like think, but when I'm high, I'm just like, the You're world so, is happening yeah. and I'm just going with it, you know? Yeah. The paramedics are happening, but I'm just, <laughs> yeah. I'm just rolling with what they're saying. Yeah. 
No, I hit the opposite. I'm super decisive when I'm high. That's the only reason I have this new wallet is because I got really high. And I was like, what's a good idea? Let's buy an $80 wallet. And <laughs> I bought that wallet. And I forgot about it. And then it came to my mom's house and she was like, she was like, where the fuck? Like, why'd you buy this wallet? And I was like, did you buy a designer wallet? Is it nice? <laughs> yeah, show it. It's probably my favorite. Yeah, okay, I'll show it. it. It's honestly a really nice wallet, but I already have one. <laughs> I didn't need to spend fucking $80. $80 that, for that was like with uh with Josh. Like he would uh he would smoke and then he'd buy like a like a pen that extended so you could write from like five feet away. I'm oh my god, that's such a or fun at, purchase. Or or at one point he bought a cane. <laughs> oh my god. He's like, I'm cut I'm, I want to be the cane guy. <laughs> so I'm gonna have a cane now. I'm taking the, the cards out and I'm gonna show the interior as well. Wait, show us your card, though. Yeah, front and back. I'll show you my um, my student ID. I need those three silly little numbers on the back. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so this is it. So it's a minimalist, like super thin wallet. <laughs> um, and it's got that like was the eighty dollars. The branding because it's leather. Um, and then when you open it, it's got gold card slots. <laughs> And then the money is just like folded in like that. And then it just folds in. Wow. So worth $80 maybe, but it's the thinnest wallet I've ever used. Um, yeah. Which is why I, I fucking really like it. But um, I've done shit like that when I'm high. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I try to stay away from my phone ever since that experience of seeing seeing the screen rise up at me i was like Mm-mm. we put I'm, that away we don't i don't know her because when i get drunk i just get really emotional see samuel can recall that when we were in santa barbara yeah I, katie I, I don't remember. think you and i have ever been that drunk together actually let me I've correct you've been, been, been that drunk, drunk around me <laughs> but i don't think i've ever been that drunk around you it's bad. It's a problem. But it's wait. What happened in Santa Barbara? What was were you? Uh, there was just one night we went to a party, and um, I got I. <laughs> Sam and, and Kev had the bright idea to stand outside and not go in to the dance floor. Um, I was like, well, you know, like I want to meet people, and so I like went onto the dance floor and was just like dancing like a fucking idiot. And they had jungle juice in there. Um, and I would like pour myself a cup and I was like, Oh, this is like nothing. I was like, no, I'm a big guy. I can take it. So I just started pounding those cause I didn't taste anything. Um, and, uh, the, the fact that it was like, no lights were on. So it was super dark and flashing yeah. colorful lights. The fact that I wasn't tasting the booze, I probably put down like so much. I don't even, I can't even tell you how, how much I drank, but. I don't even recall a lot of it. I just recall peeing in the backyard a lot. And then the next day. Wait, just like in the backyard? Yeah, just in the backyard. There's like a corner. And then I remember the next day, uh, Sam telling me, he was like, you just kept coming up to us and saying like the same thing over and over. Apparently I would go up to them. I would talk to them, say some like speech I'd come up with and then go back to the dance floor and then come out like 10 minutes later and do the same thing. <laughs> Say the same stuff to Jesus us. Jesus Christ. Was that, the pla- was that the place where it was like on the second story and it was like packed with people? No, that was the night that I got zooted and I was on fucking Planet Xenon, the highest I've ever been. We hit both lows on, in the same weekend. <laughs> um, I would, that, that was probably the, the wildest that I've ever been. Yeah. Um, no, that party was the one I was super zooted for. And that was the one where the guy slapped the wine bag and then threw up on you. <laughs> Dude, I forgot about that until right now. Yeah. The guy slapped what? slapped the wine bag, fucking chugged a whole bunch of it. And then, and then waited. And immediately, and went, <laughs> immediately oh my threw up on Sam. Well, he threw it like this, down into something, and then it like splashed up on <gasps> my back. Yeah. That was the force oh at which he vomited. It was like, yeah. that's, yeah, I mean, you have to be yeah. forceful and, and a lot to. I just remember that happened, and then you guys were like, okay, we're leaving. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm leaving. <laughs> and then I, you guys like just set me and kind of left me, I remember. Walter brought me to the bar, 
And then he was like, he like told his friend that was at the table and he was like, Hey, can you watch him? And then left. And I just <laughs> like, like a good boy. I just stood there. <laughs> and then when you guys are ready, I remember one of you just like caught my eye and was like, and then I was just like, and I would just walk. <laughs> the can, you, people. Like, can you like talk when you're high? I feel like I lose my ability to speak. I prefer I, that's an that's an issue that I've had. Like I have just been like mute. Gone. I go quiet too. Yeah. I can it's only up there. I can only either think or talk. Can't do both. Mm. And I'd much rather talk because the worst yeah. is when you get in your head. That's that's the big problem I've had is with like why I haven't done it very often is because I go to really, really bad places I've found. But it might just have been like the spaces I was in because it's also very much about the space that you're in at the time of doing it. Like a lot of it was um, like at that in the living room of that house, like never getting outside of it, never having like other stimulus to like engage with you know what i mean so i think yeah yeah yeah. so i think that was like kind of bogging me down to a point where i was like i'm not enjoying any of this anymore and i would get very negative like scary thoughts that i don't have normally you know what i mean Mm -hmm. yeah i i don't know it's also fun yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's a good time sometimes um i was was gonna say if there were any kids listening don't be afraid of weed but for legal purposes if there are any kids listening (laughs) be very afraid of it yeah um you're making me think i went to a party once it's october i can talk about this mm-hmm. there used to be a party that would happen like on a reoccurring basis um, at my school and it was called gothtober and it was basically like you would come up dressed as a goth it happened usually middle of october it was like a halloween kind of thing but i once i once went after taking like half an edible and i was like like what you were saying zooted like gone I got there and like you were a gone girl. I was the gone girl, and I literally got there and <laughs> you were the titular gone girl. <laughs> Wait, okay, I'm sorry, to, done. So, sorry to interrupt, but the fucking best costume for Halloween. Obviously, this year there's no parties or anything. The yeah. fucking write it down. Such a good book. It's a good book. Write it down for for next year, Arcadia. You're okay. you're the only one that can do it because okay. neither family or girls dress up. Hey. Like hey. It, dress up like the chick from gone girl and then when you show up if when someone asks like who are you take just the fattest rip and be like oh, i'm the gone girl wow <laughs> i you thought you were gonna say drop and everything yeah. i thought you're gonna say show up to the party and then introduce yourself to everybody and then leave <laughs> that works too <laughs> yeah because that's what she does she's a gone girl you're literally gone she's out of here like, where, did that, where did that girl go? oh she's gone and then the next day everyone's yeah. like where were you and you're like I'm the gone girl. Oh, she's she's gone. She's a gone girl. She's the gone girl. Or you bring a large, um, a large metal uh, musical instrument, and you're the gong girl. <laughs> and you just keep you keep banging it, banging it while everyone's trying to have a good time. <laughs> and then they kick you out, and then you're the gone girl. Gone girl. Yeah. All right, but you're saying so. There's goth. Gothtober, sorry to cut you off. Did we lose her? Oh no, she's here. <laughs> she's here. Mm-hmm. Can you hear us? No, I'm. It's like you guys are both. There we go. Okay. You just to like a time yes, warp. <laughs> I was hearing you guys like melding together, and you were just like gong girl. <laughs> I was letting you have that moment, and then I was gonna keep going. Um. But at this party, I got there and it was like a lot of people that I knew and that I had seen around on campus, Mm -hmm. but everyone in goth clothing. And so it was like, I couldn't remember who anyone was because they all had eyeliner and these like weird outfits and like props and stuff. And I just- That is already a nightmare circus. I literally walked in and it's all these people I know that I can't remember. And then all my friends just scatter and I'm just alone, like in this like living room. With surrounded, this by goths. surrounded by goths surrounding by goths like and unable to like comprehend and people are looking at me and i'm like i know i know you but also it was gone i was so don't don't get high and then go to a goth party you'll be just so confused it's 
high goths are not I, it. I think you can remove the first half of that sentence and just make it don't go to a goth party. No, because they're fun. It's a fun. I had gone before not zooted and it was like, oh yeah, that's my friend. But once you're like, hi, the ability to tell who is who. I remember this one guy was walking around with an umbrella that had like holes. Yeah, and was like, it like a lace like, umbrella? It was. It literally was. And he had like teardrops painted on his face and this like Victorian oh, no. costume. And I'm like, leaving if I see that. I, I like walked into the kitchen and just saw that. And the kitchen had like lights on. And I was like, where, who, what? And the backyard had like black hole sun playing for what felt like an hour. And I just could not escape. I don't know. You're like you're like who, what, when, where, why? Yeah. <laughs> was, there, was there just a big projector playing uh, Babadook fan cams? Like <laughs> honestly, probably, but I couldn't. Oh my god, I was beyond <laughs> processing, and I think I left after forty minutes. That's the thing. Also, I get high, and then it feels like forever, and then it's literally forty minutes to an hour yeah. of me yeah. having like, like we've spent any interaction. We had a good time. Yeah. Let's go. To We're keep in here for two minutes. Yeah. I literally remember being like, I, I've been here for so long. And my friends were like, we've been here for 10 minutes. <laughs> no? Oh, my gosh. It's, yeah. Me and weed equals nightmare circus. I, I've realized that listening to this podcast. Because I, I kind of want to know more about the goth party. Like, what was, uh, like, what kind of events happened there? Or, like who organizes it and like so, <laughs> and <laughs> when is the next one <laughs> so there's nothing this year because you know yeah a party but it's usually the same house that throws it like every year it's mm -hmm. a it's a edgar Allan pose estate <laughs> yeah basically but it's like a, this like little po heads house that has like ivy on it and they like i know all the people that like live there mm -hmm. very nice normal people mm -hmm. like you know fun but they just, once a year, they throw this goth party. And, like, you got to be gothed up. Like, I showed up in, like, this weird, like, witchy dress that I found. And, like, you got to have on eyeliner and black lipstick. Like, every, like that's, like, the dress code. Mm -hmm. It's very, it's very freaky. If you, if you I, don't look like the lead singer of uh, My Chemical Romance, you don't. You're like out. You're not, you're not even getting in. Yeah, that's what it seems like. And some people just go so, so far out and there's like bands. It's, it's wild, but I wish I hadn't been high. If I had known that was my last goth, gothtober, I wouldn't have gotten so zonked and left within 40 minutes. I want to know, like, what do you think goth people? Actually, I have the answer in my head, but I'm going to ask you guys. And see I'm going to propose it. <laughs> I'm going to throw it out there. Yeah. What do you think is the vice of the goth community? Like, do you think they smoke? Do you think they do edibles? Do you think they drink? If they drink, what do you think they drink? I have my idea, and I, I think it's the correct answer, but I want to know what you guys think. I feel like they're so hard and, like, hardcore that they, their, like, vice would be something, like, soft, you know? Like, warm milk and cookies. Like, I would just love to see, like, a goth person digging into, like, a nice glass of milk. Or like a hot chocolate, like something wholesome. just so wholesome that it's, but it's so wrong. Like it doesn't make sense because I feel like all those other things, like yeah, of course, but their vice would be just so antithetical to like their whole being. Yeah. Yeah. My my vice is a good rolled doll book. <laughs> <laughs> my vice is a, a Japanese jazz to listen to on a, to on a, a hard drive home on a June right. <laughs> night <laughs> but i was gonna say heroin i bet they do heroin <laughs> okay i think you're i think you're right i was gonna say i was gonna say i think they drink 40s i feel like that's a very goth thing to do is buy 40s and then like drink them because they yeah. just like i feel like they're so nihilistic that it's like they're just looking to get drunk and they don't care how like what what is the cheapest way to get drunk and and that's what they're gonna do yeah I don't think I've ever met like a genuinely goth person other than I was shopping with my girlfriend and we went to Petco and there was two goth teens sitting outside the Petco. Ooh. 
So were, what's were, what's the story there? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think I, I just imagine them asking people to buy them a snake. <laughs> Did you do you see that hamster on aisle four that's all black? We need it. We're not old <laughs> enough to buy it for us. <laughs> no, I don't think I know any like genuine goths though. I go to this like goth fake goth party, but I don't know any mm-hmm. real goths. Like I know I know they're there is the Fullerton vampire guy who walks around downtown Fullerton dressed yeah. like a vampire. Yeah. Shout um, out. One t- shout out. One time I saw him at Spaghetti Factory. <laughs> like eating. Oh. Yeah, like eating. With what was he eating? What presumably was probably his father, but another <laughs> older man. And he's like, take off the costume, Kurdish. He's like, he's like, do you have anything? Garlic. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I don't know what his deal is, but he walks around Fullerton. But I like it. There were definitely people that I thought were goths growing up. I was like, wow, so-and-so is so goth. Um, and then I'm an adult now, and I'm like, no, not even close. Like, they just wore a lot of black. Yeah, you gotta at least commit to something else to be a goth, I feel like. There's like a checklist, you know? Yeah. I, I had a period of one day when I was younger, probably like nine years old, mm-hmm. when I kind of knew what goth was, and I had a black jacket, and I had black skinny jeans, and I had a bunch of rings, and we were going to um, Fashion Island Outdoor Mall, and I decided to wear that, and like walk away from my family and be like, oh my, my rings. <laughs> And now for something completely different. That that's yeah. good. that was gonna be my follow up. Like, how do you yeah. see, how do you see like theater changing in the wake of this? You know, I hope it changes for the better. I hope it becomes more accessible. And I think that's something that really does need to happen. I think that theater is like overpriced, kind of. Mm-hmm. Like, I love it. I think it's like a very important art, but I think it is usually overpriced. And, and that think- that's a big thing because like like in terms of, I was listening to a lecture. I was, that was actually not one of my teachers. It's a lecture that I like broke into, who's a class that I didn't, that I didn't get, but I really wanted to get. And he was talking about how like, I don't remember exactly, but the Greek plays were like a way of getting moral and like messages across to the layman who couldn't read, couldn't write. So like we're, I feel like we're moving away from that where it's like now it's getting to a, a place where theater is very like, the few can only watch. for the elite which yeah, is yeah, like yeah. I mean, you know it's saying hamilton is for like everyone and then tickets are like 700 dollars. yeah like i wish i wish every show was like nicely recorded and put on netflix or like whatever streaming platform mm-hmm. for cheap because i think that's how it should be mm-hmm. and i hope that we see more like outdoor theater that's something i've been yeah. really like into i'm like yeah let's let's take everything just outside let's find a way to like move out of like some fancy space and just reinvent and have mm-hmm. fun you know and try to take advantage of this opportunity that we've been kind of dealt mm-hmm. you know? yeah hello okay i'm back i know i'm, I'm, I'm I, I didn't want to interrupt i'm fucking fuming dude fucking what happened it just did a, did a you said there was an explosion in your garage basically yeah yeah was it like what kind of like what like Dwayne Johnson I don't know something yeah. to do with the power the rock just came in and ripped your power out <sighs> enough no podcast for Tom Hulk Hogan said no power yeah. dumb yeah I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm back I have no fucking idea yet you guys were talking about theater or something we were, we were um, talking about zoom classes yeah we were talking about how she's like how how she's adapting to doing theater courses in covid and also like something we talked about in past episodes was like how we see our industries changing changing because of it you know or like mm-hmm. adapting yeah and i think it, like that has to happen like i mean if it takes a pandemic for people to realize that things were very, very wrong and backwards with a Mm -hmm. lot of industries, like take advantage of this opportunity and learn Mm -hmm. to work it. 
Have you heard about the the Disney investment thing? Um, I was looking into this, so I, I've been investing more money recently. Um, Are you a stockholder? I am. Mr. Monopoly? I know. Oh I'll, I'll say this. This is probably my most, like, quote-unquote, like, right-wing opinion. If you can afford it, put money in investing. Like, like a lot of people talk about, like, oh, you know, you know, stocks going up and stuff like that. They're like, oh, that doesn't help me, the layperson. It helps you if you buy stock. And there's a lot of options out there. Um, obviously, I'm not saying, like, go out and just, like, buy random stuff. Do your research. But I just did, like... I know it's a lot of time, but I spent like an hour or two over the last couple of days, just like looking at my options and um, I've already made like passively, I've made like $4 in the last few days. Um, power thoughts. Power thoughts. dude. That's really, I know money mindset, but it's in my Roth IRA, so I can't pull it out. But like that, that's what I'm saying is like, it, it is accessible to you. Just yeah. be very smart about it look into it, but it's, it's an option and it's something I think everyone should be doing. Nonetheless though. So Disney was talking about, I mean, like following some of this stuff cause I'm, I'm more interested in it, but some investment guy was talking about how, um, you know, Disney's a dividend stock, right? So they like pay money to you, the stockholder. Mm -hmm. um, and he was talking about how um, he was suggesting Disney ends that and instead takes the billions of dollars they pay in dividends. I think it's like, over 1 billion they pay in dividends um, and put that money into Disney plus and consolidate Disney plus and get more original content. And then he was saying, eventually Disney might just be able to like say, fuck it, fuck the theaters. Yeah. We're just going to put all our stuff on Disney plus and then cut out the, the quote unquote middleman, like just cut out theaters. Um, so I thought that was really interesting. Cause I feel like if, if Disney does that, then I feel like other people are going to start looking around and being like, well, why, why would we want to pay the middleman? But I'm not a hundred percent sure. Like if that's really something everyone would want to do going forward, yeah. because like box office income and stuff like that is, I don't know how that would translate to everyone paying a certain amount of money to Netflix. I guess that just puts the risk on Netflix. No, like if your budget is X amount of money and Netflix says, okay, we'll pay you that to make it then I, maybe that puts the production companies in a better space if anything, because then like they've got their money and if it flops, like the flop is on Netflix, but then if it's a hit, the box office or sorry, not the box office, the production company is not going to get that extra money from it being a super good movie. So I don't know. I'm curious, Samuel, what you think. Uh, and then Arcadia, you're an ex Disney stockholder. So how I are you? I'm a current Disney. Oh, you still have those. So how would you feel if they took your dividends away? Um, honestly, I don't even know. I just occasionally will take out money from that stock. It's for, for reference. That is a stock that my parents got when I was like little and they set it to just keep reinvesting, you know? So like it's accumulated a little yeah. bit, which is nice. But I mean, I, I don't know. We just reinvest the dividends. So I don't, no, that's smart. That's the best thing to do. Yeah, I have all my stuff set to just reinvest. I think I have more opinions on them just stopping with movie theaters. But Samuel, you're you're the expert. You. Well, yeah, I was gonna say I read an article like when COVID was starting about how things might change in Hollywood. Mm -hmm. And one of the most interesting things is there's this thing called the Paramount Decree that was put put in state long, long time ago. I think in the 40s or the 50s. Um, that outlawed the, the vertical integration of like um, the studios owning everything. So the studios would own all the equipment, the crew, the actors, the stars, and then they would own the theaters that they released in mm -hmm. and, and that. And so they outlawed that. So there's, they didn't hold monopolies basically on this stuff. And now what, is when I read this article, what was on the verge of being decided was whether or not to repeal the Paramount Decree to allow production companies and studios to directly own theaters. And it seems like it's going to pass. It seems like that's going to come back. So what we may see is Disney-themed theaters or like directly Disney-themed theaters or like a Netflix movie theater chain or Jesus like... Christ. Oh, yeah. Can you imagine a Netflix one? 
Tall Girl, Horse Girl, <laughs> Emily in Paris, just all stuff. I'd see, I'd see Tall Girls in theaters. Oh my God. I would I, exclusively I watch it in theaters. Times. Like literally each time worse than the last. You got to think about it because in theaters is the best experience because that's where she's the tallest. <laughs> yeah. That's where mm-hmm. girls are the tallest. Where the yeah. girl's the gonest. <laughs> but yeah, that's... we might, you may see something like that coming soon. Because it would be like a Disney, you know, like they were saying in the article, like a Disney theater where it's like they have like, you know, a Mickey Mouse guy at the theater and like, it's like all branded to be Disney and it's all like, like on one hand, that's. It wouldn't even just be Disney though. It'd be Star Wars. Yeah, they'd have Star Wars themed theaters. Yeah, a a Disney themed theater could basically be anything. Anything. Because you could have Homer Simpson all the way to to Mickey Mouse. Like, oh, that. That does not sit right. That is. Yeah. Um, but I'm all for putting stuff in theaters because I think that it was like one of the few, maybe not in recent years, but that was one of the few places where it was like a true communal experience that we had in our society. You know what I mean? And I think anything we can do to like keep those going is something we need to do. But Speaking of which, have you guys gone to any drive-ins since COVID started? I went no. to my first one. What'd you see? I saw Tenant. So. Oh, I want to see it. Don't tell yeah. me. No, I won't, I won't say anything. No spoilers. This is a spoiler-free podcast. But um, yeah, I got to see it. And it was kind of, it was weird to be like back watching a new theater and like seeing ads and like how mm-hmm. they've. I don't know. I don't know if that's like the space we got to move towards, like if drive-ins are the future, because, Mm -hmm. you know, people now feel like they'll feel safe. Like we were sitting in like the back of our truck. And so like, it was like we were completely enclosed, but able Mm -hmm. to watch. So I I don't know. It makes me think about like the possibilities of what movie watching, you know, beyond just like streaming and straight to streaming platforms. Like Mm -hmm. if that's going to be like the future, a weird bubble. Mm-hmm. I, I heard something about like boats, like movie theaters on boats, and you like are limited. I saw something about that in. I thought it was like in Europe somewhere. I think they were doing them in Europe, but they were talking about having them in SF, and I was like, "What the? Mm-hmm. That seems like a bad idea." But or a shark just gets in there. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's Jaws, but like 4D. <laughs> the, the sharks actually get it, you. <laughs> the, sh- the shark eats your son. Mm-hmm. Get a full experience. That, oh my God. I just had a really interesting idea. So popcorn, popcorn in the water? Popcorn <laughs> in the water. No, so <laughs> if you did something like that, so so I, I'm working in my internship with uh, marine protected areas. Mm-hmm. Oh, if you did something like that, you could make the water that the movie happens in an MPA marine protected area and then that may that means there's no excuse for poachers poachers would not be able to go out there because people are going to be out there so often there's never going to be an opportunity for someone to poach without anyone noticing yeah unless Um, you're poaching movie viewers yeah Mm. you're hunting people um but i think that might actually that would take a lot more work, but that was just an interesting thought I had. I wonder if you could do stuff like that and combine it with conservation stuff because then, because realistically, MPA's surface water doesn't really matter what's happening on the surface. So long as it's not polluting or anything, it doesn't really matter what's happening on the surface too much because fish aren't there. Everything is below the surface. Yeah. So if people are just on rafts above the surface water, um, and then you make the water underneath them protected areas. You can get those win. little the little pedal boats, the ones that are like bicycles. They look like mm-hmm. swans. Yeah, you could just get like forty of those outdoor on the water. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that could work. And the screen is floating, and it's not um, pinned down to anything, so it starts floating down river, and you have to chase the screen. Yeah, you got to pedal. Yeah. Gotta go. What happens in tenant? You know, pedal to find <laughs> out. <laughs> Oh God. That's an interesting idea though. I saw that. I think I think it was something in, in Europe or Paris or something. Yeah. But I want I want to go to a um drive-in theater. I just saw 
they're doing the LA Haunted Hayride this year is like a drive-through experience, like a drive-through Halloween experience. So I'm going to go check that out whenever it's in the next couple of weeks. Interesting. I feel yeah. like there'd be a liability. Like if yeah, I, like, I could just run, car, run someone. someone over. Yeah. yeah. Like some dude with a chainsaw, bam, gone. I have a car. Yeah. Like maybe they're all in cars. It's haunted cars. <laughs> just hitting each other. <laughs> yeah. It's like bumper cars. Oh God. Haunted cars. Yeah. I saw that they were doing um, haunted walkthroughs with like gloves and like face shields and they were showing the actual like characters that were like scaring you um wearing like face masks and i was like this is this is too far yeah we've officially gone too far i don't want to see like (laughs) freddy krueger with a little face mask on like dracula with a face mask is just a old white dude (laughs) all of the menacing arguably Dracula with a face mask is a less scary old white dude than the old white dude at Target without without his face mask. Yeah. And also, I don't I don't buy that these these scary monsters care that much about my health. Mm-mm. They're trying to <laughs> Your personal you. safety. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. It just doesn't work. There's a dissonance there. Yeah. But I scary. saw one that was like a character that had a mask on already plus a face mask, and I was like, "You're already having a mask on." Why do you need that additional? I was, I was very confused. Wouldn't yeah. you put the face mask on underneath the other mask? <laughs> yeah, wait, I'm so confused <laughs> about this now. Because if you're in these things, if you're like wearing a werewolf mask, why the fuck's the werewolf wearing a mask? It's not, that's not your actual mouth. You're not fooling. <laughs> really like full immersion. Even the werewolves are, oh my God. So you really are trying to hurt me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If anything, the werewolf without a mask is more scary because now I'm thinking, oh, this werewolf, one, might eat me, and two, if he doesn't, he might give me COVID-19. <laughs> yeah. I might pass away from COVID-19. Yeah. So either way, I'm lose-lose situation. But I could not believe that they were doing masks on creatures. And the the I, scariest haunted house would... I'm sorry to cut you off, but I'm just thinking now, <laughs> the scariest haunted house would be if they hired actors to go through it with you. And they're like, oh, sorry, we don't have our masks. And they're like, oh, that's fine. And then ha- have the actors just be like, <laughs> and then and then and then have their little kid be like, I don't feel good. Yeah. And like, would- Come on, we want to. We like, we're just gonna have a good Halloween. I would be so scared. <laughs> what do you bet? There's like a COVID nineteen haunted house walkthrough. I would put a million dollars down on that. <laughs> yeah, that's like- an easy one. That's. Tom, can you uh, can you look that up on your? Uh... I'll look it up. Yeah, hey, we we're talking about we're... screen share feature. Yeah, COVID. I it's also like I feel like I've seen more plague doctor like jokes mm-hmm. and things in this past like two months than I have any other Halloween, and I just cannot. I don't know what people are thinking. It's yeah. so bad. Mm mm. All right, I'm trying to find one. So far, I found a lot of ones that are like, um, oh, like they're using, they're using per- safe precautions or whatever. But I'm trying to find one that's COVID nineteen themed. Themed, yeah. Uh, I want someone dressed as the virus. God, Jesus Christ! <laughs> this article I'm reading is just ridiculous. This is this is what they're this, so this article. I'm just going to read the headlines to each paragraph. It's so many paragraphs, and it's just about safe, COVID safe haunted houses. And it says, first one's flattening the curve, okay. And then it says, now is the temp- time to reach out virtually, okay. You've got me. Now is the time to educate ourselves, okay. Yeah, still true. Now is the time to create. <laughs> okay, getting a little passionate. Now is the time to prepare. <laughs> okay. Oh, slow down. Um, and then so they've got, uh, is it too soon for a virus theme in your haunt? At the moment, I think it is always, it will always be too soon to do a coronavirus <laughs> theme. <laughs> I mean, I don't disagree with you. Yeah. Um, I'm glad someone on the internet is saying Oh that. my God. Can you imagine like the guy who does like, n- like, like world disaster themed Halloween mazes too soon. And it's just like so uncomfortable for everyone involved. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, 
uh, yeah like why go to one you can just live it like just go yeah outside. i but i could totally see it happening though this yeah. one has a bunch of um face mask alternatives so it's like how you can make face masks look scary they're um, like just use your hands one of them i think oh. is, is a little cheap <laughs> Um, it's just a nurse, a spooky nurse with a face mask. Yeah, no, no, that's not real. You can't. Yeah. That's cheap. That was an easy, that's an easy one. If there's dentist on there, I'm leaving. <laughs> oh, that one's really easy. Cause they, yeah. Okay. Oh, well, this thing. I found one that says apparently in Japan, there's one. Mm. Um, I, I like this one. This, this is a quote. Uh, Kawagasaratai, a Japanese haunted house and horror event production company, claims the concept is the first of its kind. With the virus, I knew there would be no way we could have a traditional haunted house with all that screaming in a small confined space. Um, with the idea of having a drive-through haunted house, um, when he read about the drive-through theaters making a comeback, it was my aha moment. Um, 360 degree front row experience. It's a car stuck in a zombie outbreak. This is not about COVID. Oh, but that's a smart idea. Cause I was thinking, you know, obviously I could not comprehend a drive through Halloween haunt. I was like, Oh, you just hit the people, but that would be frightening. Like with people coming up to your car, like banging on your windows. Yeah. But it still begs the question of like what we were saying of like, couldn't I just floor it? I mean, yeah, maybe like, maybe like legally you have to pass your keys to someone. Yeah. And maybe or it's maybe, a control or something. Oh, maybe they put you, you know, the, they definitely don't do this. This would be too elaborate. But if they put you on like the washer, like the car Yeah, like a car washer. Thing, it's like, it's slowly. And you just like go through it. And there's or, like monsters. That would yeah. be a smart repurposing of an old car wash. Yeah. If you did it at a car wash, but it would be like two minutes long. Spooky. <laughs> Unless you had it like pause places. That could be cool. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. You know what? I can't. I can't find. Uh, I can't find anything. Um, I'm glad. <laughs> damn, dude! I may have just lost a million dollars. Um. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> I think this interview is. Hold on. I gotta show you guys this because this is. This is not um, a COVID-themed haunted house, but you just got to see this this interview. Okay, can you see it? Yes. Okay, so so for those of you listening, it's got a woman banging on the screen, and then oh my god, they just oh have an interview god. with a cast member, and he's covered in blood. <laughs> Dachi Ono. He's like, yeah, I'm having a really great time here. He's just. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Who thought this? Like, couldn't have given like a baby wipe, like any. <laughs> the guy, he's just like being really sincere. He's like, yeah, you know, we're taking the precautions. You know, a lot of people are nervous about being so close, and he's just covered, covered in blood. It was. It was really selling it though, banging on that window. I was. Yeah, that looked good. That was scary. I was like, that was in my car. Dang, I'm I'm surprised. I guess I I guess I had less faith in the American people. Yeah. <laughs> well, for good reason. We've seen uh, yeah. some bad stuff. Surprisingly, going on. Halloween is where people draw the line. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they like I'll say it's fake. I'll say it's been overblown. I'll not wear a mask. But I won't I'm not gonna make it a haunted house. That's just <laughs> that's just not cool. That's just yeah. not cool. That is where I draw the line. Oh my god. Oh my god. That's absolutely I love that interview. I also can't I believe there are like C D C official guidelines for haunted houses. That seems specific. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like their guidelines should be like, don't. <laughs> don't do a hundred <laughs> here. Yeah. Maybe it's a very, I think it's a very easy guideline. Like, just wait. <laughs> maybe Ch- chill maybe out. Next year, next year we can we can do 
have next year do the biggest haunted house you can think of um but this year maybe we don't yeah maybe we you know what you know what's something really funny you should pull up tom is um what's the guy's name who did um i think you should leave oh tim robinson oh my god look up tim robinson um haunted house on the news have you seen that no he like calls into the news and he's complaining about a halloween store being closed because he's trying to make a haunted house yeah yeah i've uh are you able to find it from those from those uh those keywords hints it's really (laughs) funny i gotta find it i gotta find it okay (laughs) hold on hold on all right I'm going to start sharing. All right, can you see? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's kind of low resolution. It's kind of low resolution. <laughs> yeah. Computer, but. Oh, there's there's an even longer one where he's like on a radio show or something and he's like he calls in and he's like <laughs> he like oh goes into God. depth about like what he's mad about but yeah he's such a funny can't get my halloween stuff really i can't, I can't get my home this is why i usually buy my halloween stuff <laughs> dude that show is like so funny Tim Robinson's yeah. a legend. You didn't like that first, remember? I didn't like the show at first, yeah. Really? I was like, no, I don't know if I actively didn't dislike it, but I just watched it and I was like, I like didn't watch any more of it. Yeah. And then like, yeah, a while after, I think you had come and talked to me about it again, like a while after. And then I watched it and I was like, oh, this is like the funniest thing I've ever seen. No, it's so good. Oh, yeah. Um, what is your favorite? What is your favorite sketch from it? Because I feel like you can do a lot from it. Yeah. My favorite one out of all of them is the uh, the one where they're pitching car ideas and the guy's like, steering wheel too small. And he's like, oh. you want the steering wheel to be too small? And he's like, too small. And it comes off when you are driving. <laughs> or he's like, or he says, a steering wheel that does not a fly off. Fly out the window <laughs> when you're trying to drive it. It's stinky. Yeah, yeah. Stinky. Now you must marry your mother in law. And then he's like doing the cup, the water flip at the end, and he's like, Are you <laughs> Yeah, it's so good. That's, yeah. That's my favorite one. What about you guys? I like the one with the hot dog car. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't there's remember just, that one. He basically, there's like a car that runs into this like men's. Like it's like, like a, a it's like a men's warehouse, yeah. Yeah, and they're like, "Oh my god, who ran this car?" Oh, and he's wearing the hot dog and outfit. He's the yeah. hot dog suit, and he's like, "What do you mean it was?" And it <laughs> yeah. just like the police show up, and he starts stealing suits. I, it's so funny, but they're also the honk one. if you're horny one is like beyond beyond compare. Mm-hmm. I I love them all. What about you, Tom? Yeah, what about you? It's it's tough. I would say, um, I think I know your favorite ones. I thought I know, t- I knew too. And I want to hear. Well, what do you guys think? The skeleton one. I would say either the the bones as their money or the Garfield house. Those are both really good, but I'm. I, <laughs> I really, really like the one where they the baby they do the excuse about the babysitter. He's like fucking. Oh my god. He's like, babysitter totally fucked us. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, it's like a hit and run or something. Yeah, and they're like, oh my God, you should, you should tell someone. And they were like, oh no, it was a no button. They're like, nothing. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 like, not supposed to be in the area. area. <laughs> he's like, can I talk to you for a second? <laughs> Is that the one where they're like at the party? Yeah, that one is probably my favorite skit. I think the bones is their money is, I love that line. And I say that a lot. And I also like the line where he's like, Barry isn't him or Barry isn't me. He's like, your name's also Barry? No, that's one I'm so really fucking confused. confused. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, that one's, that one's good too. But I really like the party one. Uh, 
I was going to say it was a tie between that one and um, fuck, there was another one I was just thinking of that I, I can watch like over and over and still laugh <laughs> like the first time. I'm trying to think what it was. I no, the, the magician one is good, but I don't think that's my favorite. Oh my god, the, the I like the Christmas one. Are we even gonna get anything? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. At the office, are we even office. gonna get anything? He's, yeah, he got like an early. Um, he's like, it's an early present from Santa, and it's a, it's like a copier, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, that one's good. I really like it mostly because I like Patty Henderson a lot. Um, I think that's her name, the the chick that's in that skit. Um, she's hilarious. And I think that's the only time she's on the show, unfortunately. Oh my god, the uh, one with the chips with the or their nachos. Oh, that one's f- so good too. Like, what? I didn't know about the that- rule. You just mentioned the rule. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> he's, like, he's like, yeah, he goes to the waiter and he's like, Can you tell her that? She can't eat all the nachos with the good chip, those good stuff on it. I like that. She's like, get the check. We're leaving. He goes, we're going to be so early for the movie. She goes, we're not going to the movie. What? (laughs) It's too good. I, yeah. There's something just about all those skits that they're just so. Here's an interesting twist. Which is your least favorite? Hmm. The one I don't I don't recall any ones that I didn't love. I think the one where the girls are like, I'm with this ugly kid. Oh, I love that one. Like we're ugly. Like, I don't know. That one I don't know why that one doesn't make me chuckle as much as some of the others. Wait, no, I just remembered which one when I was saying it was between two. It's between the one where they come late for the dinner and it's the babysitter thing and the bozo the clown. Which when it's that? Bozo dubbed over, and they're like, "Do you have a video?" Oh like, my yeah. god! Like, it has it has no views. It was Where uploaded last this? night. Yeah, last night. And it's like, oh fuck! <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, "Who did the dub?" He's like, "What are you talking about?" It's Bozo doing the dub. <laughs> it's Bozo dubbed over. Oh my god, dude! I think so- it's so funny because he's such a conflicted character. Like he's so like. He so wants approval every like time he wants the approval and to be like cool to people. Yeah. Like the one where he's trying to leave the meeting and he just had a really good meeting and then he pushes the door the wrong way. And the guy's like, yeah. I think the door goes the wrong way. He's like, <laughs> it's like, no, it goes this way. I was here yesterday. And he like breaks yeah. it off. It's the one where, where he's choking and the guy's like, do you choke it? And he starts just like flinch punching at him. <laughs> are you trying to, are you trying to punch? He like, keeps flinching. Dude, you're choking. And then he makes a toast. He's like, the friendship. Oh, am I And then the, the ambulance comes, what's, what's that about? <laughs> what, what's going on out there? What? Someone, someone call an ambulance? I'm going to go see what's going on. And then he goes out and they fucking give him the Heimlich. <laughs> I love that. And then, oh my god, the TC Tuggers one. Like I Oh yeah, where it's like tug on your shirt. <laughs> and it's like a like weird Riverdale. Oh my god, it's so funny. That what one's is, so What is the one um where it's like something about you didn't wash your hands? Your mud you had mud pie oh on your god, hands. Oh my god, mud pies. Cuz he if, if like, you oh, like the gift. Yeah, yeah if, you, if you like the gift, give me the receipt back. <laughs> And he gives it, and then they're, like, talking about something else, and he's like, so you wouldn't care if I ate it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, so you wouldn't care if I, if you liked the gift, you wouldn't care if I ate it? And then he eats it and gets sick. I like the part where the, the wife is, like, she's, like, sanitize my hands. They sanitize her hands. She, like, lifts her hands up. She's like, um, I have not taken a piss or shit today. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Hand me the receipt. Yeah. She's like, if, if, if I get sick, then ink makes you sick. If I don't get sick, uh, he he didn't get a big enough slice for a stinky mud pie. <laughs> she eats it. I'm fine. <laughs> ink doesn't make you sick. <laughs> oh my god, that one's so good. They're all just they're too good. 
I love the Howie one too. I think I quote that one. That one, it's not my favorite, but it's the one that I quote and talk about the, mo- the most. The one with the jazz. Oh. oh, come on. He's a frequent guest on the Colgate Comedy Hour. We talked about this. When I told oh, this, you, this... don't have a creative mind. Like, <laughs> oh my God, it's so, that one's so good. I love <laughs> at the end, she gets angry at them. She's like, thanks for embarrassing me, guys. <laughs> um, oh, I like so the... Bad the baby one where they do the mortuaries for the babies and it's like little little diddy do dankins flat pancake by dump <laughs> drunk dump truck driver and so yeah do they usually put the cause of death on them? <laughs> i saw what he's like i saw like baby baby fubbins father giving fellatio to the mystery guest it conflicts me because i think he had a shot at winning i don't think his father needed to give the fellatio <laughs> Oh my god, the face. Can you guys hear my dog? Do I need to mute myself? Are you just no, saying- you're, you're, you're fine. It's it okay. adds an element of ambiance. It's the ambiance. Yeah, they're all just barking. Dogs are barking. <laughs> all right, well, before this devolves into uh, just us reciting Tim Robinson skits and uh, dog barking. Uh, we've been going for an hour. If you guys are comfortable cutting it, I feel good. This has been a wonderful first Arcadia yeah. episode. This has been a great episode. Thank you, Arcadia, so much for coming. Um, is there any any socials you want to plug? Anything going on in your life that you'd like to to let people know about? Uh, oh my God, I was not expecting that. Um, you can follow <laughs> me on Instagram at Arcadie underscore E. A-R-K-A-T-I-E underscore E. Um, I think I'm funny. I occasionally post on there. But yeah, I was. it was really nice to be here with you guys. I love chatting. And I miss you, Arcadia. I miss you guys too. Yeah, I, wish, uh, out. I wish this was in some sort of improv. In, oh my God, I think I'm losing take, it. Take a moment, sweetie. Take a breath. Yeah. Take, a, take a sip. I, I wish this was in some sort of, of studio that we could physically be in, but uh, you know, at least doing this virtually is, is a very nice thing. Yeah, we'll do that. We'll do that one day. Once it chills out a little bit, we can get a space and we can do an episode. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Sam, where can people find us if they want to know about what's going on in the Nightmare Circus, what's going on with you, what's going on with me? Uh, and where they can get sneak peeks for new episodes sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Um, they can follow us on Instagram. That's probably probably the best place is at Nightmare Circus Pod. Um, we post there. We post episodes, and we interact with people. That's that's a good way to get in contact with us. Um, on Twitter, we're at Circus Pod, and then Instagram is Nightmare Circus Pod too. So you can you can hit us there. Go watch the video podcast. Every Thursday at 9 uh, a.m. Love it. All right. (laughs) Thank you all so much for listening. Um, Arcadia, thanks again for coming on. It was wonderful having you. Uh, Remember to support your local circus, and we'll see you guys next time.